0: Actually, it's, uh, Vengeance now.
1: Okay, uh, Vengeance. Um, you ready for the podcast? Do you think you can come be here at around 1pm?
0: Um, actually, I, uh, I don't come out in the daytime anymore, so we gonna have to reschedule.
1: Nathan, I, look, I get you watched The Batman, and I know you saw that film like ten fucking times already, but could you just get your ass here at 1pm? Uh, okay, okay thanks, so. man
0: welcome back to the real talk podcast episode 74 Mm -hmm. i'm your host Nathan, and i'm joined by the man himself matthew nevis to my left thank you thank you and today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite films period my favorite film of last year the Batman, which turns one year old. Damn, one
1: year, one year
0: it's ago. Been, it's this been movie a year, and I saw it in theaters, and I went back like two days later to see it again. Man, I love this movie. But first, oh like we always do, we're gonna get into some real news, oh I and mean, we're gonna keep it on DC. Yeah, because um, I was scrolling through Twitter. Um, last week mm-hmm. and uh i see this rumor i'm like christian bale might come back to uh to play the dcu batman and i'm like i'm thinking christian bale's a little too old for that shit <laughs> i'm like by the time 2025 starts like i don't want to see him as batman that's he's yeah. too old for that shit mm-hmm. then i keep scrolling and i'm like oh trailer for the flash just dropped <laughs> maybe i should check the cell and i'm watching it i'm pretty uninterested and then son of a bitch yep a 71 year old michael keaton
1: <laughs> is staring at me in the eyes <laughs> he's staring at you like this yeah and it's so fucking awkward
0: <laughs> and then i'm seeing ben affleck mm-hmm. in a blue and gray suit and i'm like oh shit they're doing like the far from home batman version mm-hmm. <laughs> or no way home batman version yeah 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 <laughs> uh so I guess Christian Bale's not too old. All bets are off. I mean, Batman could be 71, he could be fucking 100, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What were your thoughts on this Flash trailer? Uh the more I think about it, the more I don't want to think about it. Um Is that how I yeah, that's how I put it. No, literally the the trailer looks it looks cheap. It looks I I I'm trying to find some good in this. But compared to like the Batman universe where it looks like a film, like they actually shot with a film camera. Yeah. This looks like, like Injustice. in oh, A yeah, video yeah. game. And I, here's the thing about Michael Keaton. You know, God bless him. Dude looks like he he's he's having the worst. Like, he looks so awkward in the suit. He looks awkward as fuck. Yeah. And then you,
0: you get this close up of him staring directly into the camera. And then he yeah. kicks the most ass he's ever kicked. Yeah. Not even in the 80s he was doing that shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's, he's like, yeah. It's just, I'm Batman. it's just a little bit ridiculous. I, I hope that they do something interesting with this concept because it is very much like no way home influence, Force Awakens influence. Like, you oh can let's see it. Let's bring back the old guys. You can see it. Right? And uh, it reminds me of like what is it? Michael Keaton's back, Harrison Ford's back at Indiana Jones, Transform Optimus Prime is back. It's like, dude, I guess 1989 came back again. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck's happening, but I feel
0: like it's just the last time they can get they can squeeze a movie out of these guys guys so exactly. they're just like all
1: right whatever you're 70 we'll get some de-aging yeah, yeah. fucking christ and then uh, it'll cost an extra 50 million dollars on top of the 300 million dollar blockbuster that yeah. they're making yeah, I, I don't want to complain too much about it all i'm gonna say positive is they're bringing back supergirl <laughs> i like that Yeah. i think she's a good actress yeah. from what i saw uh yeah i hope it's not the worst fucking thing ever
0: Here's my thing. My expectations for this film extremely fucking low anyway yeah. before I saw this trailer. So now I'm like, yeah, okay, the film's probably still going to be shit. Yeah. But at least I kind of at least I get to see this weird Michael Keaton fever Michael Keaton dream. <laughs> like, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> at least there's something memorable about it versus just like a non-memorable flash movie that sucks.
1: Yeah. It's been in development hell, so anyways, that's my thoughts. I hope I hope they make a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? It's
0: yeah. kind of... Yeah, I mean, I think the trailer is pretty telling that it's not going to be
1: good. It's just all over the place.
0: But I, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll do the nostalgia right, and they'll tie it all together. I hope so. I hope it's like, like... Do you think this movie has
1: potential to be as good as No Way Home? If they do shit differently, like, if it's just Michael Keaton fighting like like he did in the 80s, that's not interesting, like if it's just Batfleck like being in one last film and doing literally nothing in the movie, then I here's if you're doing The Flash, you got to fuck up with the timeline and make the characters interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Michael Keaton, what if he was like some crazy old 70-year-old that's like, I'm still Batman and stuff. It's like, what, you, you haven't been married? You haven't had kids? You haven't done anything right. with your life? And he's like, no. Nah. And it's like, that to me is hilarious because it's like, wow, this, this crazy Bruce Wayne is so up his ass with ego that it's like, like you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. if that was in the movie? I. Try to throw out some interesting ideas you haven't seen before. Yeah, why not? Instead of just... Instead of
0: trying to make him look like it's the 80s yes. in 2023. Exactly. Or like... He's God. not that guy. He's just not. It's not going to be believable. You could, I don't care how much
1: CGI of him kicking ass you have. It's not going to be believable. Yeah. I like the theme, but it's like... what When you hear the piano Danny Elfman Batman theme, it's like... Yeah. It's so fucking nostalgia bait. I yes. just... Yeah. That's it. That's I'm done. it. Let's move on to the good Batman. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on to the better yeah. Batman. <laughs> oh. The Batman. Mm-hmm.
0: My favorite film of last year. Yeah. Let's dive into. Let's start with the development of this film before we get into the plot, because it has a pretty interesting development history. Yes. Development began with Ben Affleck mm-hmm. cast as Batman. Affleck's supposed to direct, produce, and co-write. Yeah. But had reservations about the project and dropped out. Yeah. Sorry to say it, a-fucking-men.
1: Thank God. Well, because at the time, he was, like, cast as Batman. He was in Batman v Superman, and it was just so much for him to handle. Yeah. Because, like, I think the last film he did around that time was Argo, which is a great film, but it's, like, it's... Oh, I love Argo, actually. It's a, yeah. it's a smaller budget. Yeah. So, when you're getting thrown like DC questions every day, you're yeah. like, ah, I can't do this fucking shit anymore, yeah. man. I gotta move on. I don't blame him. That's
0: still a lot to do. I don't blame him, and I'm kind of glad he did because everything worked out for a reason. And yeah, we this masterpiece. So, Reeves takes mm-hmm. over, reworks the story, removes the DCU connections. Mm-hmm. Good thing he did because that shit fell apart. Yeah. And uh, he sought to explore Batman's detective side. Like and drew inspiration from like the comics like Year One and Long Halloween, which are iconic right. Batman comics. Yes, they are. Um, Pattinson is cast in May of 2019, with further casting done in late 2019. And the filming began in 2020, but pandemic hit, yeah, lots of delays. Supposed to come out in March 2021, we get it basically a year later, mm-hmm. or so, sorry, supposed to come out in June 2021, we get it basically a year later in March of 2022. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy development and which makes it even crazier to how like it worked out so well. Because I'm sure shooting a film like such a big scale film like this during a pandemic is extremely tough. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. I feel like blockbusters around this time, that's why they had to delay every single movie. So everything like all the twenty twenty films got pushed back to twenty twenty one and then so on and so forth. It's it is
0: what it is. That makes me even more optimistic about the second one because they won't have these delays nope. and, and the process will probably go smoother. Yeah. So I'm sure like Matt Reeves will be able to execute his complete vision, which I'm I'm excited about. Absolutely. Let's get into the uh, the film a little bit. Mm-hmm. I wrote down here. I did a rewatch this la- this last week. Okay. Loved it. Uh, some new stuff stuck out to me, and I wrote down like the iconic scenes, and we'll, we'll kind of go through the film and talk about the scenes we love. Mm-hmm. The film, the opening scene of this film. Yeah. I love it. It's good. I love it. I think it rivals Dark Knight's opening scene. I, the Dark Knight opening scene is better. Yeah, it's one of the best opening scenes in film history. <laughs> yeah, but this one opens extremely well too, with the mayor of Gotham being killed mm-hmm. by the Riddler. Oh yeah, and then we get, um, then we get, we get Batman introduced on the at the crime scene. No, we get Batman introduced first yeah. in when the, he's uh, the when he's fighting the criminals, That's and amazing. we get that monologue of him saying, "They think I'm in the shadows." Yeah.
1: Oh, it's amazing that, that whole part, thing. That part's like, awesome. It's it's like um, just but, but to, not to derail it too much, but the whole film, I I remember uh, watching clips of it and the sound design. It's oh, amazing. It's amazing, it's amazing. Yeah, like even the footsteps. Remember when he was like walking up to the criminals, and it's each footstep feels like this bassy like. You're so excited to yeah. see him, yeah. to
0: see him come out of that darkness. Yeah. And then when he comes out, it's so exciting. He kicks all those guys' asses. That's a great introduction, great introduction to Batman scene. Mm-hmm. I really like it. And then you get the scene where he goes to the crime scene. Yes. And you quickly realized he is not popular. Mm-hmm. This is an early Batman and nobody thinks he belongs there except mm-hmm. for Gordon. Right. Which I love. Yeah. I think it's I think it's funny how they like kind of poke fun at the realism. It's like what the fuck is this guy in a bat suit doing <laughs> at this crime scene? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I think that's extremely funny. I love that. And then we get uh we get the beginning of Detective Batman. Yeah. The letters left for him. He's picking up all the clues and we get the iconic scene at the Iceberg Lounge where we see Colin Farrell. Yeah. Who's unrecognizable
1: mm-hmm. in this film. He's really
0: good. He's extremely good in this movie mm-hmm. as Penguin and we also see uh, Selena Kyle played by Zoe Kravitz which mm-hmm. is she's great.
1: Oh yeah, she's amazing too. Like all these characters they take on these popular characters but they feel so distinct from each other from other iterations, great, which I really love. Yeah, great iterations mm-hmm. that I think I mean I look forward them to building on especially
0: Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a penguin show coming out soon? I heard. Yes. yes. And also confirmed that Robert Pattinson will appear in the show. Ooh, that's awesome. How how much do you think he's gonna be in the show? Not though? too much. I don't probably think.
1: like a one episode. I think like...
0: maybe he'll be like in like one of the last episodes, like in in like some epic finale conclusion, which I'm happy with. Yeah. If it's a penguin show, make it a penguin show. Absolutely. I'll wait for the Batman 2 for the Batman stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make it a call. I think Colin Farrell like that role is in great hands. Like mm-hmm. Colin Farrell's gonna kill it. I think it's gonna be a great show. Oh yeah. So then we move on. The Riddler kills the police captain, kills the DA. I love all like the, the scenes where they're at the murder scene. Mm -hmm. Like I think the the one is very creative was like the thumb drive one. Oh yeah, that's a good. (laughs) That's that's
1: that's good dark humor done well. Yeah, yeah,
0: amazing. And then we get my favorite scene in the whole film. Okay. Is actually the scene where, um, the mayor's, uh, memorial scene. Oh, where we get Robert Pat? We get our intro to Robert Pattinson outside yeah. of the suit. Mm-hmm. He comes out. He's like, oh, "I don't go outside." No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he plays his emo part. Very I emo. Very emo in that scene. And yeah, we get him at this memorial scene, and the car, a car, just r- drives right into the scene, and yeah. we get this epic like hostage situation. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. I think the suspense is great. The way yeah. he has to like play riddles and expose himself. Mm-hmm. It's just so well thought out. I think uh, the Riddler killings and stuff are extremely well thought out.
1: Yeah, very very well done for the most part. That's that's your favorite scene from the movie? That's my favorite scene. I love that scene. Okay, okay. I think my favorite scene still is. I still think about it every day. Is type of, type of like um, the introduction to the Batmobile, which is yeah, which is shortly after that. Yep,
0: we get the introduction to the Batmobile. That's well worth the wait. Yeah. Batman saves Selena Kyle, and we get one of the best action scenes in
1: film in the film, The Penguin Chase. It's a good car chase. It's an excellent yeah. car chase. It's
0: one of the best car chases I've ever seen.
1: Looking back, because you are a Fast and Furious fan. Yeah. And, and I know see, a good car chase. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and like you see a film like this, and it's well lit, it's well choreographed. And of course, yeah, there is like uh computer generated effects at times, but yeah. it's so seamless. It is. And the way it's done, it, it's not like explosion after explosion after explosion. Oh, look, it's Dominic Toretto comes out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like, no, it's like he's driving around all these obstacles to get the penguin. It's, it's so exciting. It's mm-hmm. a great
0: chase sequence. I remember just being mouth open watching that in the theater. Like yeah. you said, the sound design. Yes. That's one of the scenes where it really sticks out. Oh, yeah.
1: Really um, crazy.
0: I love that. Yeah, I love that introduction to the Batmobile. And next we get that scene in the orphanage Mm -hmm. where the film has you questioning if Thomas Wayne really was corrupt. And Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. They throw that wrench in it where it's not just like, you know, Batman and his family are like these, you know, these great people. Mm -hmm. It's like, it throws that wrench and they really like kind of hone in on that. with the, the Falcone scene later where Falcone like kind of says that, yeah, your father wanted me to take care of it. So I did. And it's like, Whoa, this is a great turn. Mm hmm. And then shortly after that, we get Alfred. I thought he was gonna opening die, the letter. I wrote that in the notes. I Thought here. he was gonna die in the movie. I was like, what the fuck? On my first watch, I thought they fucking killed off Alfred. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Fuck, man. The uh, first movie. I was like, yeah, Shit. I was like, there's no way. But then they, they tie it in really yeah, nicely yeah. when he goes back to to see Alfred in the hospital, and he says, "I never thought I'd feel fear of losing someone like that again." And I thought that was a really deep, like, yeah, touching scene. And I think that's some of um, Pattinson's best acting in that scene. Yeah,
1: I'm glad that they did different things with, like you said, the Waynes, the Wayne family, and everything like that. Because I remember in the Dark Knight, and you can tell, like the Dark Knight films came out a while back, because mm-hmm. the whole police corruption thing was kind of explored in Batman Begins of the Dark Knight, and kind of mm-hmm. just faded away in Dark Knight yeah, Rises. Definitely. This one, when it comes to police corruption, oh, they fucking do it right. They oh, They fucking great. nail it. It's great. It's great. Oh my fucking god. It, when Selena Kyle gets one of the guys, it's like that scene is very oh, that's a very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um so we found out we find out that Falcone is the rat that they're looking for, mm-hmm. El Rata Alada, that they're trying to solve. I love that scene. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> And he secretly owns the city, and we get that beautiful shot of Batman walking through Falcone's office, mm-hmm. lit by the bullets. Yes, that's one of my favorite like uh,
1: cinematic shots of that movie. Another scene because I remember seeing Dark Knight Rises, and they try to do something similar, but it looks so goofy. It, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't, doesn't work like
0: like the way it works here. Oh my god! It's masterful the way they light it with only the the
1: firing of yeah. the bullets. It works so well. Love that light. Love the like the way it was framed too. When he's walking up to one of the criminals, and then just like the next shot, boom! He just knocks him down. It's great.
0: Yeah. (sighs) And then Batman brings Falcone
1: into the light, Mm -hmm. which
0: was the which is what the Riddler wanted all along, and he didn't know. Falls right into the Riddler's plan. He shoots Falcone from an apartment window above, Mm -hmm. and Riddler's identity is revealed, and we get a great and we get finally get to see Paul Dano unmasked.
1: Yeah. Paul Dano's performance in this movie. Great. It is. It's very much um I like that they don't show it to you right off the bat. Yeah. He doesn't come in like No, I, I mean at this point we're like 2 hours 2 hours yeah. into
0: the film. So you do not see Paul Dano's face for 2 hours of 3 hours of this film. Yeah.
1: That's great. I love when films do that. It doesn't treat you like uh like oh yeah, you have to see what the Riddler looks like at the first ever scene. Yeah. It's like no. it he, adds it adds mystery
0: to his character because it, uh, it's as Batman is picking up the pieces of this mystery, the character is still a mystery. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it it works really well together and adds Mystique to his like, his you know, his antagonist character. For sure. And then shortly after, we get his iconic uh, interrogation scene at Arkham where he's like, Bruce Wayne. And Batman's like, oh. He's like, shit. What the fuck's happening? And then, what I love, the twist here that I love is that Riddler thought they were working together the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he genuinely believed that. Yeah. He genuinely is disappointed
1: when Batman's like, I'm nothing like you. Yeah. You're a killer. <laughs> well, because it, it shows his insanity, too. That, yeah. He's like, as, as funny as the meme is, where it's like, this is not supposed to happen. <sighs> yeah. Like, like, really think about the position. Like, Bruce is scared shitless. He's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. Like, he doesn't know anything at this point. So I really love that scene. Yeah, too.
0: Bruce is scared shitless and you realize that like there would be no Riddler without the Batman because yeah. he's like literally inspired by this guy versus trying to like kill him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it kind of flips the dynamic the super the typical superhero film dynamic of like good guy fights the bad guy and good guy wins at the end. Yes. It kind of changes it to like oh he thought they were working together mm-hmm. and
1: makes it a more like mental thing. Exactly. I um, love that, and then I think the climax comes into place when that happens, right? So
0: yeah, so I feel like the movie could have ended, could it could have <laughs> even ended there, like yeah. at, after that interrogation scene. You know, Batman has changed as a character, and enough stuff has happened. We've had this arc, yeah, but then we still have this huge action set piece at the end, mm-hmm. at Gotham Square Garden, which I love. Mm-hmm. I think works really well. The, yeah. the cinematography in it is cool. Um, this is where like a more CGI heavy scene, yeah. which you, which you do kind of notice. But, um, I think some of the, uh, some of the shots make up for it. Like the iconic flare shot. Like, yes. And the fact that the first person he pulls out oh, dude, is that kid. That and it's like, he's looking at himself in this kid.
1: Yeah. Really emotional stuff. And that's the thing too. It's like movies like that when I, ha- when they have a climax like that. Sometimes it doesn't feel earned because mm-hmm. of the fact that there isn't enough time to really think about it. Yeah. The the thing I like about the Batman is it doesn't always go super duper serious. It has its goofy moments, but it doesn't wink at the camera. Yeah. It never winks at the camera. It's like, no, we know it's goofy. We know like, yeah, we get it. Penguin looks like that. We get it. Like Selena Kyle's like, you know, jumping around and shit. Yeah. We're taking the shit seriously because we respect your guys' like, you know. Uh, Attentions and to mm-hmm. detail and such. So I like the climax because of that. You, it's kind of it feels very earned. Yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Like it, this movie, just it's just very well
0: thought out. It has a lot of good like subtext and like sub plots and deeper meanings. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we get that iconic sequence with the flare. I yeah. love that shot. Um, and then the film ends with a teaser of Joker. yeah Arkham Asylum which Mm. if I'm gonna pick
1: the one thing that I still don't like about the movie sorry I don't know why I'm like no go ahead it's because um I Joker did not need to be mentioned I completely agree I feel like Joker as a character has been done so many times and you could say the same for Batman but this is a Batman film
0: and to be fair Joker has been done well many times
1: yes many times um but even like do you see the deleted scene that the, the they showed the Joker's face in it was like an Oh yes I did. Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, yes yeah. Yes I did. So that kind of made me even less interested in this interpretation of Joker. I'm not gonna say it's as bad as like Leto's performance, but it's it's definitely like yeah. it's it's not Phoenix. It's not Joaquin Phoenix, it's not Heath Ledger. Like those performances are like like its own fucking And thing. even Jack, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Oh uh, yeah, I, sorry. Nicholson yeah. too. They they're on their own. Whereas these characters feel too much. Yeah. <laughs> they
0: feel too much. I agree. They yeah. didn't have
1: to do the Joker thing. Kind of felt like just beating a dead horse. It's like you didn't have to do it. I think they did it because um, the old Adam West Batman movie from the 60s had Catwoman, Riddler, uh, Penguin, and Joker. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, we kind of did it again. I'm not
0: too mad about it. They didn't no. do it horribly. It just didn't have to be in the film for me. No. And then uh, after that, Batman and Selina Kyle go their separate ways. Love and that. that is the end. Yep. Um, my rewatch thoughts. Um, what sticks to, out to me in this rewatch was, of course, the cinematography and the score. Mm-hmm. Those stuck out to me though on first watch. Yeah, the score I think is the best of any superhero film of all time.
1: Best superhero! Fi- oh man, that's my
0: hot take. Okay, this score is so memorable. I've been singing "Something's in the Way." Mm-hmm. I've been singing Nirvana for this whole week. I've been I've been doing the <laughs> Batman theme.
1: It's it's so good. Their use of music is so good, effective. Yeah, I remember listening to the the th- main theme of this movie, and I, at first I was like, oh, I don't know, I, it's okay. And then I re-listened the to it. Bum, 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 bum. But to even me that's so iconic. But even after that part, it's very whimsical, and it reminds me of like like a Tim Burton-esque, like Danny Elfman meets the Dark Knight soundtracks yeah. coming together. It's very like you global. know what it yeah. feels like for me. It, it, and I, on first
0: watch, I, I made the connection. It feels like Imperial March in the way they use Imperial March oh, yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah, it has that kind of Imperial March vibe, and it's like the way it's used in Star Wars is so good. Like mm-hmm. when you know, you know when you're when when you get these big wide Empire shots and you get the
1: that yeah,
0: bum, bum, and it just works so well. And I think uh, the Batman took a page
1: out of that. Oh, absolutely. And, and there's nothing wrong with it sounding similar to the uh, Empire March from Star Wars. No, it, there's nothing like wrong that. with
0: that. And it's used extremely well. Yes. At reoccurring and, and played different ways. Like Star Wars does that as well with Imperial yeah. March. They'll play a softer Imperial March sometimes. And they'll play a more aggressive one when it's Vader, right? Mm-hmm. Love that. One thing, one parallel I drew when wa- went on this rewatch was um, this movie reminds me of the movie Seven, a superhero movie, yes. a superhero version of the movie Seven in the sense that, you know, Batman is always one step behind of the killer, mm-hmm. like like in the movie Seven. Right. And you get this, uh, they're just so similar. The, mm-hmm. the motivations are similar. The way information is, is given out to the audience is similar. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think, um,
0: I think there's some big comparisons there. Do you see that?
1: Very much so. I feel like this film... V- main influence was uh, David Fincher films. Yeah. Seven is definitely one of them. Um, I I really like that style though because it fits Batman's like character very much so and it's kind of like yeah. I mean like because with the Nolan films he definitely was inspired by like the movie Heat. Oh, yeah. So you look at that. Tim Burton's films were inspired by, like, German expressionism films from, like, the early 30s. You can tell it just by how everything looks so, like, cartoony. So I like when filmmakers take influences from other films mm-hmm. to make something completely different in the Batman world. So, yeah. It
0: works extremely well, this, like, film noir, like, yeah. kind of style. It's my favorite for Batman. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the rest of them. Detective Batman will always be my favorite Batman. Nice. Um, What do you want to see out of the Batman Part 2? Where do you want this story to go? Do you want to see Joker as the second antagonist? No. (laughs) I don't. I I really don't. I think Batman has lots of great uh, villains that they can explore. I think Matt Reeves did a great job exploring Riddler in a a grounded uh, take. Yeah. And I think he could do a grounded
1: take of just about any um, villain. I think the one villain I really want to see done right is Mr. Freeze. You gotta get him, and I—I think a grounded Mr. Freeze. I think a grounded Mr. Sick. Freeze, starring Daniel Craig. Ooh, I want Daniel he's Craig it I, I know, I fucking know this. I, like I want that. it so badly. I want this. I like that. And I, you know what? If you want to connect the other villains, it was like have have Penguin fund his uh, ice research or some shit like that. I don't know. Do something cool. I like. Make that. them team up. Can you do a Benoit Blanc
0: accent the whole film? I say, I, I, say, I say, there's a Batman. There's a Batman. <laughs> the Cape
1: Crusader. I see. <laughs> Yeah, I I'd fuck with that. I, I part of me wants to see Robin, but uh, man, I don't know if I want to see Robin. Right I w- because I like the Bat family, but like the tone yeah. that Reeves has established, it's very much like I don't know if we're gonna get a Robin. Yeah, and I'm it, okay with. That. I don't want to te- I don't want them to tease a Robin either, like they did Dark Knight Rises. because yeah. I was like, that doesn't count. It doesn't. He count. just said his alias was Robin at the end of the fucking movie. That's yeah. not the same. So yeah. That's how I see. And more Selena Kyle, because, you know, Zoe Kravitz is great. She's great. I definitely want to see more of her. And I think they kind of set it up for them to reunite
0: in in the next film. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, we do not want to see Joker. We want to see Mr. Freeze. I like your Mr. Freeze idea. I like Daniel Craig, too. Let's cast it. I want that. Make it happen. If
1: you don't get Daniel Craig, get Mads Mikkelsen, man. Okay. That would be another good Mr. Freeze. It's like, you get good actors, to play these villains and you get a good fucking movie out of it. <laughs> That's how I would sure. view it at least. Um, but I'm, I'm down for any other villain. Like if Matt Reeves throws out a Clayface, Hell yeah. Real, I'd be like, yeah. whoa, like he took a chance It'd on that It'd be hard one. to do a grounded Clayface. Right? Extremely hard. But I'd fucking watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Um, you want to do favorite Batman actor? Oh, you're going to give me this man? You're going to give me favorite Batman actor? Okay, in all fairness... No, we don't have too much time. Yeah. But um I still have a soft spot for Affleck, man. I don't know. Something about his facial but
0: favorite though? Yeah, man. Like I like his look in the sense that it's like the uh the Arkham
1: yeah. kind of Batman, like big buff. He's he's an old jaded Batman yeah. that like beats the shit out of criminals and mm-hmm. doesn't give a fuck. And he's got the jawline, he's got the he's got the cockiness, man. I just I understand the Pattinson fans, I understand the Bale fans, the Keaton yeah. fans, but for me, I think it's because it came out when I was like 15. I was like, yeah, this is this is my Batman. I mean, my answer was Bale for a long time. Yeah. I think what the thing that holds up the
0: least to the Dark Knight trilogy is uh, his voice. Batman voice. Yeah, yeah. His Batman voice is extremely tough
1: where are the other drugs going? And by the third movie, you can't even fucking understand what he's saying. By the third movie, he has throat cancer. <laughs> yeah. At least what Pattinson did was what Keaton Kilmer did where it's like, no, just lower your voice. Like, you can have it distinct. And I, I liked Affleck because he used a voice modulator. It's like, yeah, a billionaire. Yeah. Might as well. He, You can afford it, you know? But yeah. that's just... I'm crazy. not going
0: to lie. It might be a hot take, but the Pattinson rendition is my favorite. Is oh, my yeah. favorite. Yeah. And... um my hot take is that the Batman, one year later, I got it on par. One A and one B with the Dark Knight. Goddamn. That's my hot take.
1: All right. And I stand by that shit. Go for it. Top Hell three yeah. Batman
0: films of all time, Nash.
1: Top three Batman films? You're going to give me that? Quick, quick, quick. <sighs> I got Dark Knight. Uh, you got Batman, the, the 1989 one, and uh, the Batman. I like the Batman. Those are those are the top three for me. As, those in, are, as in like just Batman, Batman films. Not No other superhero characters are in it. It's just that
0: I got the same list as you. The Batman number one, um, Dark Knight number... The Batman 1A and 1B. Yeah, Knight. you got it. And then I put 89 uh, Batman for sure. There you go. Um, yeah, let us know your thoughts on the Batman one year later. Uh, how you think the film holds up. Is it getting better with time? Is it getting worse? And uh, thanks for watching this episode of The Real Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to leave a like, comment, subscribe, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace out. I'm Batman. (laughs)